Hello and welcome to the 90 Minutes Cynic Podcast, the last podcast of 2019. I am your host, Louis McCaffrey, and I am joined tonight by Christopher Somani. Hello, Louis. Hello, how are you? Season's greetings and all St- that. Tidings. Tidings. Um, I'm alright, I'm terrific. You've got a coffee, I've got a coffee. <laughs> a man that's got a beer is Chris Bowd. Hello, how are we doing? Season's Tide Pods. <laughs> Wow. Oh god, this is going to descend. As far, <laughs> further we get through this pod and that bottle of beer, or gummed. Another man with a cerveza. He is the captain of our ship. He is Colin. Christopher Gallagher. Hello, how are you? Good to good to see you. Happy, merry tidings to all. Thanks, thanks for being here tonight. Thank you, you know, thank coming you for over on that to the house. Thank you for hosting. Uh, Hosting the podcast, Lou. Yeah, thanks. It's been it's been great. It's really turned this podcast around over the last few months. I have a absolute dynamite comparison that I'd like to. Uh, do you know what? C- 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 would I be allowed to? The floor is yours. This is for everyone, but I'm going to I'm going to start with Chris Omani. Okay. Is Olivia and Cham a modern day? Drum Is roll, he please. a modern day? Let's do a drum roll. You, you, you're a professional drummer? I, I, well, I, I was you in dabbled. a band. You dabbled. I dabbled. Um, he, pl- he played for Gordon Strachan. Have <laughs> I guessed players now? No, no, no. no. Is so, he a modern day? Who's the guy that played for Gordon Strachan that would be a modern day Olivier and Cham? He was Czechoslovakian. Played for what, Chelsea, Yarisic, yeah. Czechoslovakian, yeah, Czechoslovakian. Yeah. So, so, so the thing. When I had, did Czechoslovakia? Uh, oh, he, he, sorry, he was Czech. He was Czech. Yeah. Okay, but no. Apologies no, to all the Czech listeners out there. Ap- apologies, but like, so what I was thinking of today on the bus was that and the um, Slovakian ones and the Slovakian ones. Yeri Yarisic. Sorry, Lubo. Yeri Yarisic was a really technically great player. He was. Outside, when he played for Celtic, he was really, really talented and he was really good. And then when he came to Celtic, it, it just didn't work. Uh, Olivier, Olivier and Cham is fantastic and I'm taking all this time to defend. I think he's a fantastic footballer. I just don't know, and I'm sorry to take this just away. Just about 45 yeah. minutes into the I'm sorry. No, no, but this, this is just an opening gambit that I wanted to bring. If, if I was presenting, I would let Louis have this thing as well. I just, Louis has a rundown written out. Yeah, that's fine, but it's not going to be based on this one comment. Do you think that Olivier and Cham is a modern-day Yiri Yerisic? No. <laughs> what a great interlude that oh, was. Fuck up, then. Should we move on? Okay, uh, that's fine. Then point two in the rundown. Jesus Thanks, Bouts. It's... Uh, Promote the flip ball. The flip ball's <laughs> back. It's coming back. Um, no, just all the usual things. iTunes, Patreon. Patreon.com. Uh, um, Patreon.com slash 90 We will be moving to big, big things coming up. Uh, we're not quite giving it away yet, but big, big things are happening. Give it away. Um, give it away now. Me and Bowie have been to the pub. There's no question about that. Uh, oh. But, you know, 90 will be moving to uh, big, and better things in the new year. But at this point, if you sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash 90 Minute Cynic, you'll get the Ronnie badge. You'll get a last Manny McCaffrey coming out on Sunday. Looking forward to that. Should be terrific. We should have a badge. Huh. We should have a badge. Yeah, actually, Whoa, do you know that what? Would, that would be good. Hold on a minute. You maybe should have a badge. Let, let's talk after the podcast. But what, what I'm led to believe is in January, there's going to be a look back 
this year from a Sermani and McCaffrey perspective? As long as they don't look back you in were, anger. No, we won't look back in anger. It's going to be the review of the year, the year that was 2019. Um, so far, it's a work in progress. But that'll, that'll come out probably early January. Early look, January. Looking for, early but January. if you want your... If, if yeah, you we know January blues. If you need your fix for McCaffrey and Sermani, it's coming out this Sunday. Should be fantastic. Looking forward to it. Um, the Ronnie badge is part of... tier. If you sign up for tier three in December, you get the Ronnie badge. A um, lot of interesting, exciting stuff happening. There's no one going to be covering... Celtic, the way we'll be going to be covering it in January. It's the greatest podcast there is. It's the greatest it's thing. The greatest show on earth. It's the greatest. Um, Louis has said it from the get go. It's the greatest. Check out the cynic. It's it dominates life. I mean, you January. already are checking it out. Yeah, really? but, but maybe but, sign up full time. You, if you listen, you could have McCaffrey, Sermani, Bowd, and Gallagher in your ears semi daily at this point. Or so you'd have a semi daily. <laughs> Um, anyway, Sorry. moving on. Let's let's talk football because that's what we do best. Yes. Um, we are going to have later on the show. We're going to have a wee look back at the this first half of the season so far because obviously this is our last free um, original nine minutes cynic podcast of 2019. We're obviously got a couple, well, a few more games to go, and then the um, the inter- well, no, no national break the. Winter break. So we'll be back, I would imagine, probably before that, before we resume after that with maybe a look at the transfer window, stuff like that. We'll have some free stuff in January, but essentially this will probably be the last sort of weekly free podcast because obviously Christmas comes up, New Year. Um, you know, you, you can sign up for, for yeah. coverage. When do you think we'll be back? I've got January. It. No, and I'll, t- I'll tell you. What, what I'll, I'll tell you when you're back. In January? I've got it right on my phone here. We are back on the twenty first of January because the game before. We're, we're, there's nothing. The three weeks after that, uh, there's nothing until the twenty second. So we're the free podcast. This is the last free podcast until the twenty first of January. Although we'll have some bits in between. We'll Bye. have some bits in between. We'll have some free stuff in between. But this is your last weekly free podcast so we've had two games since we last spoke so we had the Cluj game last uh, last week last Thursday and then the Hibs game um, just at the weekend there so let's start with Cluj first a game that you know there was not a lot riding on it because obviously we're through we'd qualified we were top of the group um, already we expected changes and changes there was so I'll run through the team quickly um, Craig Gordon and goals Bauer at right back Julian Beaton and Ball and Golly at left back um, and Cham and Scott Robertson 18, 19 Scott yeah, Robertson 18, yeah. um, first appearance for the for the first team um, Lewis Morgan uh, Johnson, Sinclair and Griffiths up front um, Tom Manny what did you think of that lineup when you saw it did you agree with the number of changes and importantly the people who were who came into the side um, yeah it was exactly what it was it was it was a nothing game um, and it was it was good to give some fringe players a start it was good to see a couple of youngsters coming through um, Robertson in particular I thought was quietly effective was very neat and tidy in the ball. Um, you know, it's good. You know, we've we've got a lot of central midfielders, obviously, but you know, there's there's no harm in somebody of you know, with his sort of style coming through. He looks as if um, 
he could make the breakthrough at a, a later stage, so I was quite pleased to see him. It's nice to see Dembele get a wee game. He didn't have much time in terms of... He looked like a wee boy. Well, yeah, I suppose he still is. He still is a wee boy, but it was it was good to see him get a bit of game time. Good to see Griffiths in the pitch. But ultimately, see, even when you're watching it, you don't want to see Celtic lose. But, and you, you still, you, you know, during the game when they lost the goals, they were poor goals, and you get annoyed. But it very quickly dissipated. It yeah. was what it was. We've got a massive run of games in December. What you do is you send the French players over there and you just let them go on with it. It was what it was. Bowed out of that lineup, who are you most pleased to see or interested to see in the, the team? Uh, well, Samani's mentioned Robertson and he probably was the player that kind of piqued the interest and Cause you don't actually know performed really well. Yeah. Um, but I, I, as you're saying, I mean, you don't like to see Celtic lose ever, but. I think we did. The, I think Lennon did the right thing. Uh, the game meant nothing really. We've got a huge congested December fixture list, so see, get fringe players out there, get young players out there. Dembele, you see, he did. He looked a wee guy, he but he's, like a, he looked like a wee boy. I mean, he, he, getting that kind of European experience, I think, is useful for him. He looked really small. Like yeah, I'm not, I'm not. Bigger, being, I, 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 you know, I, I think he's he's clearly got all the talent in his feet. Um, but he looked really, really small. Yeah, I, I was, I was quite, sh- I was quite shocked at how, how small he looked. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, you've had a few pints. I'm trying to take advantage. Of you. That's very true. Yep. Uh, I, I just, he looked a little bit out of his depth. Yeah, I mean, there's a clamor, there's a clamor for him. Um, to Do you think the they team. could see, see the clamor to get him in the team? Do you think that's due to the fact that we know? Like the reports of how good he is, right? People talk about him like you know he's signed up by Adidas or mm. I think it's a, is it Adidas and you know Lewandowski when he went down to London and stuff and like he's seen as this like he's already kind of a brand, right? Is the clamor to get him on the pitch when he's probably not ready for it because we want to get as much of him as we can before he moves on? I think. Sorry, on you, on you. I think part of it's encouraging him to stay with us for as long as possible. But he signed a four-year de- four deal. You're showing him. But Somebody the- comes in and he wants to go. There's not a huge. But, amount but he's, not, he's not. He's not. He's not done anything yet. Yeah. Part of it. Part of it will be in the promises made to him to sign on with us. Aye. Aye. Because. But he signed that when you, as soon as you sign that doesn't. As soon as you sign that deal. I alright, Boris. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. Exactly though. But like as soon as you sign that deal, like you know, the, you know, there's a there's a integrity. To Celtic as a football club. I, so I absolutely We'll think let you that. get in and around the first team, uh, young man. We said he signs a deal, and there he is. He was on the bench at the cup final. I don't know. So, so, so he's he, yeah, exactly. Right. But so, it, it, I, just, I just think he looks, he, I genuinely think he looks too small. One point to make, though, it is very easy for, or, you know, it's, it's very easy for young players of that age, and he is so young. Robertson's so young, and especially in terms of experience, it, it's so easy for them to not take that opportunity when it comes. I mean, they're playing in a away European tie for the Celtic first team. You know, you're going to have to go some to be able to hold your own. And I thought, to be fair to Robertson, I thought he did. I thought he looked tidy. He played it sensibly. Didn't try to do anything outrageous, and got through the game and really learned from it. Dembele has, I'm, I'm sure, you know, he'll have more opportunities, as you say, because he's probably been guaranteed them. Robertson probably doesn't have the same guarantees, but True, yeah. took the opportunity as well as he probably could. On the exact 
kind of polar opposite of that. Um, you've got two players who are towards the end of their careers and probably very soon will be at the end of their Celtic careers and uh, Scott Sinclair and Craig Gordon. Um, Craig Gordon? Neither of them very good. I thought I thought Gordon really... Scott Sinclair, you can almost say, well, you know, he didn't get involved in the game, but, you know, it's not necessarily a game that, you know, anyone got involved with from a point of view of, you know, uh, an outside point of view, you know, like, you know, it was an, from an attacking point of view. I, I, Celtic turned up and it was very much a case of, let's just get this fixture. Let's just fulfil the fixture. So it's it's tough to turn around and say Scott Sinclair didn't play well because no one outside of probably Mikey Johnston and and Cham and places really played that well. Everyone else was, was you know, not really that up for it. Uh, Robertson ad- did okay. Craig Golden made errors. Like, Craig Golden made errors in that game. See, it's, it's, see when it comes to Golden, right? Golden's finished at Celtic now. Yeah. But I take no joy in seeing him like that. Yeah, I, I do. I don't either. No, for two reasons. Obviously, because I think overall he's been a good signing for the club. Secondly, people are talking as if Fraser Foster signed for us. Yeah. Now, Fraser Foster doesn't sign for us. The two goalkeepers we've got at this club are Scott Bain and Craig Gordon. Both of them aren't any, anywhere near well, good enough. Craig Gordon, nowhere near. Craig Gordon's at a contract. Right. So and he's not what we've got is contract. we've got we've got Scott Bain and a. What's the... Uh, uh, Hazard. 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 That's the two goalkeepers we have so come January. If we don't get... If we June. don't sign for... I mean, if we sign Forster, all our woes disappear. If we don't, Scott Bain is your number one choice. No. Absolutely I, I don't not. think... I, I've said it, but I, I don't think he's good enough on number two either. I I, I really don't. I, I, I like Scott Bain, but Scott Bain, he's at chocolate wrists. He's as bad as... <laughs> no, he, do, he does though. He's, he's as bad as De Vries. I wouldn't say he's as bad as no, the he's, 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 he's just he's not you don't want him as your number one, right? No. So see your number two. Your number two, you have to have confidence that when the number one is injured or uh, is out of play that he can step up. I don't have that confidence in Bain. That that's where I am. Maybe maybe I'm being too harsh. I've seen him throw the ball out into the middle of the goal enough times to go, he can't do it. I mean you're always gonna struggle though to get somebody who's content to sit on the bench and be that great that they could be Celtic's number one. Then you go for a youngster. It's bit, well, but that's it. You're either going for someone who's, you know... David Marshall. In their mid-30s, mid or you're going for somebody who's really young. Bain is neither. He's right in the middle. So that's a bit of a, you know... That's Are you confident? See, if, 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 if we go into the Champions League qualifiers next year, Scott Bain is your number one. Scott Bain is number one? Eh, no... Uh, that's probably because I've seen how good Fraser Foster is, and it's reminded me of how Craig Gollum's a better goalkeeper. Craig Gollum's a better goalkeeper than Scott Bain. We'd all agree on that. I would have Bain in goals before I'd have Gordon any day. Um, oh, I disagree. Oh. Craig Gordon's a f- he's in another level when it comes to shot stopping, but Bain's fairly average at everything. Gordon's really bad at certain things. Really but, bad. But he's really good at other things. What like shot stopping? How is his shot stopping hey, the clues? Game? Name something else. Oh no no! Listen, I, I think I think Golden's finished. Rotten Tory. Rotten Tory. Many many pints have you had? Just a couple. Um, <laughs> Golden's he's I, taking over this, by the way. Yeah. You're meant to be the host. See, I was in charge. He's just making a titty himself. It's oh, well, fine. Um, 
We are going to. I am sorry. We are obviously going to recap, um, you know, our performances in Europe uh, later on. But I think, um, you know, it was one of those games. I think the players went with the attitude of they just wanted to get through the game and get it done with and get yeah. back over the road. Yeah. So I don't think there's too much more to say on it. Um, on to then the Hibs game at the weekend. Um, you know, we we wondered what changes there might be. Obviously, um, we were hoping that we would have near enough a full strength team, and we weren't far off it. To be fair, Fraser Foster and goals, Ayer, Julian, Beaton, Bolingoli, um, Brown, McGregor, Frimpong, and Cham, Forrest, and Edward. Bit of a change of formation, Tomani. From- at, at this point, I'd like to just uh, sorry. I know we're interrupting, but Jesus. I'd like just to give uh, Chris Bowd his his birthday present. Just oh, you've mentioned, so Chris Bowd live, live, live in the live so in the pod, live in the, in the podcast. So just wrapped in tin foil. Um, just you mentioned a player there, so Chris Bowd. Is it up. some ham? Yeah, wrapped. Oh, it's uh, Bruni, captain. Put it up, put it up there. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Bowdy. Happy birthday to you. Uh, One one, one more time, put it up there, and I'll just put Put your tinfoil hat on. It was wrapped in tinfoil. What's the problem? (laughs) This podcast (laughs) is absolutely bizarre. (laughs) Yeah. No, but it's his birthday, so fair enough. Happy birthday, Bowd. Happy birthday, Bowdy. You left the price tag on. Oh, fuck. It's like 12 quid. So we all get birthday presents now or just bowed? Just bowed. Oh, fuck. That's, you know, a, that's a bit special. S- bit snide. Um, anyway, change of formation. Um, fullbacks playing a lot higher up. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Frimpong, the greatest. Hey, well, you threw him under the bus after the Ross County <laughs> game. You did. You were like that. Oh, he was garbage. He's crap. Listen, he's rubbish against Ross County. Off the hype train. The hype train. Call a spade a spade. If he has a bad game, we will tell you he has a bad game. No, you we do. Will not nah, hold on a minute. You things. do. We will not flip flop. Hold on a minute. Your your individual points of view do not represent all of us. Yeah, and you have you frim flopped. I'm telling you, <laughs> Frimpong is the greatest. Yep. he's the greatest. Yes, he he's the greatest. Yes, Jan Bold. Yep, no, he's the greatest. Where's your right back? Frimpong's my right back. So that's El El Hamid under the bus now. Ah, uh, El Hamid who? Eh? <laughs> Uh, nah. no, El Hamid's a good man. I hope he gets. I hope he gets no, no. a fair run of games. Absolutely, definitely. He's a good man. Ah, like he's a good man. <laughs> he's a nice boy. He's got a nice smile. I like El Hamid a lot. Yeah, Frimpong takes, takes care of himself. You can tell. Said it before. He's a special talent. I mean, he's the enthusiasm. He, said it all. But you're just going to end up. Repeating are you, are you, are you surprised a wee bit at the consistency he's had though? Because he's he's other Absolutely. than the, the bad game I called him out for, he's been pretty pretty consistent. <laughs> he didn't he? even have a bad game. It was yeah. like a bad two minutes. But it's, it was it was a bit like. I mean, he's only played a few games so far, right? But I remember when Tierney came through and his level of consistency was really really high and things. So what you want don't want to do is you the fact that we've got El Hamed there. You want to make sure that he's fit and you can kind of interchange him because you don't want to burn them out. But as good as El Hamid is, when you see Frimpong's name in the team sheet, you're you're excited. You've got a smile yeah. on your face. Are you, I mean, are you surprised by his consistency? Well, of course, because he's a youngster. But very quickly, you expected it. You know, it's not like... I'm not waiting on him to dip. I, 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 just his enthusiasm, the way he plays his game. The game. It's technically excellent. Yeah. His, his, te- his technique's he's, superb. His pace... 
everything about it. I'm not expecting and, and, him. And, to and d- the stamina. I mean, he, he doesn't. He's relentless the full game. That's the thing that's impressed me. And we, we talk about we, we we talk about the cup final, right? And so many negatives you can talk about um, in terms of our performance. Not him though. They they're superstar seven million pound um, wonder winger. Didn't he, he didn't get a look in, and that was because Frimpong had him in his pocket. I guarantee they'll be shaking in their boots because for the 29th. I mean, he's not only was he defensively sound as an attacking threat, he's something that teams will struggle to cope with. Can I can I ask you something? Is he the best? So Neil Lennon said that Frimpong is the best at his age he's ever seen. Better than Aidan McGeady? Better than McGeady when he came through at 18. McGeady, Tynecastle debut. What he did, that's what. And by the way, this isn't a bad. This is like two fantastic players. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. McGeady, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I McGeady played so. a handful of games. That was in Neil's last season, I believe. There's, there's then no he came one, in under Strachan, and he didn't really make the breakthrough because of there was problems with Strachan. There's nobody who the made. After. There's nobody who made the breakthrough under O'Neill, really. Stephen McManus. That, that was necessity. Was no, no. Okay, agree to dif- disagree. Oh, by the way, I'm a, I'm a that, fan of McGeady. This isn't taken away. This isn't taken away from yeah. Frimpong at all. It's just when people say he's the bit. It's like, well, you know, he's fantastic. But let's put it in a little bit of context. What do you think? Oh, he's the greatest. You always want to bring him down. I, I, I really don't. I, ju- you I just throw him under the bus. Now? Fuck off. I just cool man. He's I, got I, I big flip flops out and just chucked him under. No, you just what you do is you shit all over the history of anything that's happened in this club and you sit on the fucking oh, moment. You cunt. You're not a cunt. I'm sorry. I take that back. That was really nasty. I, that was really nasty. Did you have three beers tonight? I mean, Imagine you were a young player I'm so playing like that well, and someone went, young ah, bo- but you weren't as good as Aidan McGeady. A, a young podcaster. A young podcaster. Remember Ralston's day, but you look decent. This guy sorry. destroyed him. <laughs> no as good as Aidan McGeady. <laughs> well, that's what happened to Ralston. And you're trying to do the same at Frimpong. Yeah. I'm, Bowd, I'm, I'm, what I'm did, absolutely not. What did you think of uh, Hibs under Jack Ross? Did you think the... Did they trouble us? Did they give us a, probably a better game than what we've had from most teams that just sat in? Yeah, certainly the kind of first half of the first half. I mean, we could easily have been a good three or four goals up in the first yeah. half, to be fair. Yeah, but they, they kind of they had right. they had a couple of chances. But um, no, I, I don't. I don't think it, there was a, ever any danger of us not walking away with a victory. I, th- I think the biggest problem was our formation. Our formation gave them... So they've got a couple of really good players. Stevie Mallon, I think, is a really good player. Uh, I think Scott Allen's a good player. I mean, you might not... He's, he's not good enough for us, but he's a good player. If you give him space and time, he'll make passes. Um, and there's a reason we wanted to sign him. Yeah. Um, the one where Mallon makes the really great crossfield pass and ball and goalie gets caught under it, that's from a lack of pressure from us. I think I think mm. we we gave them the impetus to kind of play. Um, I think if we played our normal game, I think we would have beaten them five or six now. I really do. And I, I, I mean, we, so I think they had their best spell, like you know, pretty much at the start of the second half yeah. when we kind of looked as if we were a wee bit flat coming out. But we obviously went in one 0 up at uh, half time. Uh, Frimpong got the goal played through by a brilliant bit of play from uh, Edward who had kind of 
gave the ball away and managed to get it back again, plays a delightful well-timed pass into yeah. uh, the path of Frimpong and he just tucks it away as if yep. he's a striker. It's a great finish, but Eddie really was fantastic for that goal. Yep. Um, and Eddie, of course, got his goal towards the end right before he was taken off. Um, he did miss a few chances, but he created them, so that's fine. Aye, aye. There seems to be there's a, a, quite a lot of Eddie's finishings being poor and stuff like that. I think there's an expectation when strikers become really good that they'll just score every time they shoot, and obviously that's just nonsense. I don't think... He said maybe one or two you would expect. I thought, be poor, I, I, I thought he was poor on Sunday. Edouard created a goal and scored a goal. I thought from the expectations uh, and his standards, I thought he missed three chances they should have scored. So what I'm saying is I'm I'm putting him up against his his standards. So from his standards, I thought he was poor. I thought he played really well, but he should have had a hat trick. If we're if we're going to have if we if we think these guys are as good as they are, which I I think Edward's phenomenal, then we have to ha- you know put them to higher standards. I've high and, standards, and, uh, but strikers miss shots. Larson yeah, no, miss no. shots. No, that, 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 back after injury, yep. goal and an assist, not good enough. He's no Aidan McGeady. That's why I'm hearing so many. No, yeah. that's, that's all I have there. Yeah. Happy birthday, by the way. Happy Cheers. birthday. Uh, Beaton, should I go? No, just be more fucking positive, please. It's Christmas. If you could not be a Rangers fan, <laughs> that would be. Nah, listen, Eddie's the best. Eddie's the best. He's the best player in Scotland. So, um, Beaton farts. Uh, I thought Beaton was alright. I thought I, 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 Eddie was shite, but Beaton was. Good. I didn't think Eddie was shite. I didn't say Eddie was shite. I said if you if you hold Eddie to his standards, he had a poor game on sa- Sunday. I, I, That's I just, not to say he had a poor game, but if you hold him to his standards of how good he can be, anyone then Eddie who's have had a not signed up to the Patreon, mostly Chris doesn't talk. He just facilitates <laughs> other people who don't talk shite. Can, can I make a, a, a point? Whatever about true, I I don't usually talk. If you want to sign up for the Patreon, my opinions mean fucking nothing. Don't worry about it. So Manny, sorry you're chewing a biscuit, so I'll try and drag this question out. Vegan, vegan, vegan Dutch biscuits, biscuits from uh, Big Luke. Luke, thank you. Yes, well good man. On yourself. I just help myself, but they are smashing. Anyway, on you go. Terrific. Um, Beaton just get a new three and uh, no three, three year, year deal. Three year deal. Three year deal. Uh, um, what the fuck was that all about? <laughs> I mean, new deal, yes, but three years? Well, he's got something on someday, hasn't he? <laughs> Beaton, he's got four Beaton's the sort of guy that you wouldn't mind if, you wouldn't care if he left and you don't mind if he stays. You know, <laughs> That's he's not great. Everybody grows up wanting to be. Can <laughs> Beaton fill in at centre half in certain, in certain circumstances? Absolutely. Can he come on and slow a game down and steady it in central midfield? Absolutely. Do I want him first pick for either position? No. Is he if he's happy to be a squad player then I'm fine with Beaton being there. And he's twenty eight, so I mean three years is hardly it's not ridiculous. Get him to his thirty one. Yeah, but I just think the return that you're gonna get in game time from him in the next three years, I mean he's not for, he's not first choice here as a squad player. Would his position I mean, be better filled by a youngster? But do we have a youngster that can do it. That's I'm, the question. I'm, 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 I'm just asking a question. Like, so, right. so his fair, his versatility is on the basis of necessity. So, well, he, if you say that he's going to play centre half, then what about the young boy that we signed from Man United? 
Exactly. If he's going to play midfield, then Scott you're Robertson, Henderson, Robertson, you know. You know. I, I don't I, know. I, I, I don't. I don't I think, like him, and I think he's great for the squad. That good character, yeah, you know. Like I'm, 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 I'm a, it's, it's a weird one because we I'm need, happy with him signing, but at the same time, being really, really objective, um, we've got quite a bloated squad anyway. But, but he's his, somebody that his, gets his, games and his versatility comes from necessity. Yeah, but he, he does a job for us. As much as we should be bleeding youngsters into our I team. I do like him, though. Yeah, we, we want as many youngsters coming into that team as possible. But if an 18-year-old centre-back isn't ready, we have to win every single league game. We can't just throw a wee 18-year-old on who... If he's ready and he's 18, great. But if we don't think he's ready, we should be playing someone that can do it and do it competently. Well, we threw we threw Fimpong in. We threw Tierney in. Yeah, and they looked at him in training and thought he can do it. Well, I think Tierney was necessity. Frimpong was. We Frimpong, on, to be fair, we had the, the choice he was thrown in for. I think. I'd, yeah. I'd, let's move. Let's move on to a man that you you once famously said you would build your team around, and you had a wee monologue at the start of the podcast on him. Um, and Cham. Nah. Just, so nah. I, I just feel when I, when I said at the start of the podcast about him being like Gary Yarasek, what what I meant was like. I really, when we signed Yari Yarasek, I, I really liked him. Um, and I think Yari Yarasek is a guy that never found his position, number one. Just putting my seatbelt on the bus. Never found his position, number one. Uh, was under a coach that I don't think got the best out of him, number two. And number three, just, it just didn't work. In Cham, I think... Other points in time of I, I love Encham. I think he's. I, I get frustrated with Encham, as well. In Cluj, I thought he went from doing stuff. I think Frankie on the reaction said um, that he does stuff that one minute makes him look like a superstar, and the next minute makes him look like a like a like he shouldn't be on the football pitch. Yeah, he's a very frustrating footballer, kind of like Yari Yarasek. And that he can look, he can look world class at some points, and in other points, it's like you're not passing the, you, you, you can't pass the, pass the ball five yards I can't ahead of you. Like, like he runs games against Rangers where he dominates, and like the the Rogers last, uh, you know, when we played them two September's ago, when he came on at Hamden as well. Ran yeah, like like the the guy, uh, not Hamden at uh, Ibrox. The guy, the guy clearly is talented, but and. Also, at the same time, if if Incham was starting most games, I'd be like, okay, like I don't think he's, I don't think he's, he, I think he's a talented player. But do we get the best out of our team when Incham plays at this point? I don't think we do. I think the problem for Incham as well is that his games are usually just patchy games. He gets, he doesn't get a run of eight, ten games. He's in played a row, two games. He he's played two games in a row, and he's not really set the header light in either of them. Two games. But he's got, to, he's got to take those chances. Two games. Maybe it was three. Was it three? Is it for January, girl? It's two games. We're definitely doing a podcast in eighth of January. Oh yeah, I just thought it, but I look. But uh, do you disagree? Hold on. Do do you two disagree? What? I bet in Cham. Oh no, no, you fucking pick a side, Sir Manny. Do you know what I mean? There's no side. And Cham's a great <laughs> player. We've not, um, we don't see the best well. of him. There's a bus going down the road. You've got <laughs> well, Cham in your arms. Prick. Do you chuck him under the bus and aim for the wheels? Or do you back off and let the bus pass? Well, I'm not a psychopath, so I'm not throwing... I'm also the not the dogs person. are barking. There's a caravan in tow. 
You gotta do. See if a bid for Encham came in in January for eight million quid, would you take it, Chris? No. Chris, you can double that and then add a zero in the end of it. <laughs> double it. So. 160 million pounds. <laughs> 160 million pounds. Make it euros. I reckon, no, I reckon you could get more for him. Um, I don't think, in terms of his potential and things like that, I think he, he probably should have shown us more. Um, but I wouldn't be in a rush to get him out the door. Or I'm, not, like I'm that. not in a rush. I wouldn't, you know. I, I, just get, I just get really frustrated because I see how good a player he can be and then his consistency really... Like Tam falls off the fucking bridge. Don't fucking you don't need to bring Tam in there. Don't be a no, fucking we've, we, 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 no, 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 story. no. Because we've won number ten. We've won number ten who plays consistently, and that's Christy. And our other two don't. It, then Cham's not a number ten. Get this out your head. He's not a number ten. He absolutely is. Take control of this podcast. Come on. Absolutely is. I'll take control of your jaw in a minute. Um, <laughs> when is Forrest getting back from? Hey, bother we man. Wank 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 wank. When's Forrest getting back from? Where uh, is we, Jamesy? I couldn't is, say World Cup. This is, called, didn't go. this is called the deflection section. Uh, no, it's not We're Louis picks section. another player, so nobody mentions We need mentions to know Tam. what happened to we, Jamesy. He's been. Uh, he's, he was, did he not set up Eddie's goal? Yeah, did he, he did. He was no, really, never. Did you watch the game? I fucking ricocheted off him. No, he did your li- stream get in at that bit? <laughs> I did. Ooh, I flickered. I thought. I thought. I thought Forrest was. I mentioned this on the agenda. I don't know tier three, tier two and three CFC. Um, the atta- like, see when James for I mean, Mean Sermani talked about it for years. Like, or and not like we got so frustrated with James Forrest. Mm. But when Rogers came in, Ratchers, the rat bag, uh, big rat. When he came in, uh, Rattington f- big ratter, the, the ratmeister general, <laughs> uh, Rattington seal. But like when Rogers came in, like Forrest gained a level of consistency. And became his level of consistency became so high that anything dropping below match winner was seen as negative. Mm. Like the the guy set his stat. I thought Forrest was fine on on Sunday. Uh, he sets up Eddie. He plays well. He's also playing completely. Any other Forrest is the first guy that when it comes to we're going to change formation. Oh, we'll throw James. Yeah, put him left, we'll, we'll put him yeah. up the front. We'll put him in. He's the, he's the guy who goes, I okay, I'll do it. And he looks, sometimes he's playing out of position and he looks like a dick because he's, that's not his position. Good, he looks like a dick. Right, uh, we're going to move on. Rest of the league's results uh, from the weekend. Yeah, Aberdeen. Not, yeah, you can't, you can't. I you can. Aberdeen are you, are you, are you, are you, are you actually Hamilton. Are Sorry, you, you're in, can we mute him? Producers. Are you, are you actually against? Producers. Do, do you think he Forrest, is the producer. Do you, do you think but, Forrest is playing that badly? Ah, he's just hiding. Aye, he's like a near beaton. He's just uh. anyway. See, um, listeners didn't know they know Christmas has come early in this household tonight. Don't absolutely, they? Um, it's a rabble. St. Martin oh, three, Livingston three. Gal, thank you very much. He just gave Chris. you a bloody tin hat and a DVD. Of course, you're going to agree with him. Of he's bought your opinion, Captain Leader Legends. <laughs> Still by any means necessary. Louis. Oh, by any means necessary. Get that DVD away. I mean, Forrest, yeah, he's thrown him under the bus. Of course he is. He's trying. It's the deflection section. I'm not even. Is I, I'm, I'm, remember, I'm, reversing, I'm reversing the bus. Tam apparently came on, didn't he? With five minutes to go. I don't remember. Because I remember. Yeah, no, he did. I did. Couldn't, couldn't see the Because tab I, remember the looking at, I remember looking at the WhatsApp group and he actually put, yes. Yes, <laughs> he did. Aye, because I said how they need to take uh, they need to take Forrest off and he replaces him with Tam. Excellent choice. Excellent decision. Can I make one point about the weekend? Scott Brown was magnificent. Of course he was. Yep. 
absolutely magnificent. I thought I thought Brown and McGregor were excellent, and uh, this podcast, the Night Minute Cynic, has in the past um, criticised Scott Brown, and it's something that keeps getting dragged up. Um, but this season, Scott Brown's been excellent, and Scott Brown, and I don't know. Do you want a do you want a Lou McCaffrey? Would you like to make any comment on Scott Brown? Because without Scott Brown, we wouldn't be where we are right now. It's been a great servant for the club. <laughs> Keep going. So I need to say, has he played well? He has played well over the years. He has played very well. <laughs> has he played well this season? Absolutely. He's had his purple patches. <laughs> Shall we move on? Uh, no, no, I, th- <laughs> I think we should bow to rattling. Oh, he's, uh, he's the captain, he's the leader, he is a legend, he's magnifique. <laughs> can, can I make one point? Another point I'll make is, uh, see me and Sir Manny, right, we've been snidey about Brown in the past, but the uh, point's rightly so, but also we're, we're happy to turn around and say, do you know what, we were wrong. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, Chris, Chris, Christian Wolf as well. I remember slating him for his age. Christian Wolf, who's older than Scott Brown. <laughs> so, let's think about that, Christian. Louis, will you take this opportunity? The time, you know, we're at Christmas time. Will you take this opportunity to say I was wrong? And Scott Brown is absolutely without Scott Brown, we would not be in the position we are. Let's t- let's take a time. This is your time. Literally, this is your time to. I I would take it. Come on. Would I have him in the starting eleven? Yes. That's all you're getting. That's as far as I'm climbing down. That's it. Rest of the league's results. We'll come to them in a minute. That that was a tacit acceptance of the nonsense you've been talking. So last January was peak mania for you. Um, Any means necessary. You you came up with a lot of catchphrases. He was playing shite. I called him out of time. That's all right. You've just admitted that you've done the same. You've backed down. You've backed down from every single catchphrase you've had. Anyway, listen. Does that many of them? (laughs) Where's my right back? I've got hits. Aye. To be fair, when it came to it's the 8th of January, it turned out Louis was absolutely right. The signings did not come. Thank you, but Did we win the league? Did we win the league? We did. We signed Jeremy Tolian, Oliver Buck, <laughs> Timothy no, we, Weir. We, we literally yeah, signed five players. But we wanted a right back and we got Jeremy <laughs> Jeremy, we, did, we didn't know at the time, we didn't know. The, the, point, the point being, um, listen, now's your time to turn around and say, we need Scott Brown for not only this season, but I, 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 I'm going to give, this is your out, all you need to do is say all you need to do is say yes. So we need Scott Brown for the rest of this season and we need Scott Brown for next season. Just say yes. Absolutely, we need him in and about just that squad. Say, yes. Absolutely. Just in say the yeah. changing room and the just super stop store. speaking. Just stop yep. just yep. stop speaking yep, yep, yep. and say yes. Maybe. This, this feels Great like, coach. Is this what cyberbullying is? <laughs> Kinda, isn't it? It's relentless. Anyway. Can it's I, like Scott can, Brown in a midfield. Can we move Relentless. on? Relentless. Yes, thank you. Let's move on. Okay, thank you. Um, oh, who cares about the rest of the results? You worry um, about Wednesday? That's, you want to bring <laughs> You take the pass. <laughs> Is this guy for real? <coughs> Wednesday. Chris Somani. It's a joke. Are you Wednesday. leaving? I'm going to get bowed a bit. Oh, you're getting my feelings. <laughs> his, top up. his cheeks are all rosy and everything. Um, Wednesday, we've got a game against Hearts. We do. And at Tynecastle? It is. They've got a new manager? They do. Don't know who he is? Neither do I. Are we going to win? Yes. Some buzz. Thanks. Uh, Aberdeen? No, I'm joking. Um, 
Yeah, it is. I mean, they obviously lost, so yeah, you know, rest of the league's oh, results. What was the rest of the league's results? Let me tell you about it. Terrific segue. Um, Hearts <laughs> lost their game 1 <laughs> 0 um, to St Johnson. Aberdeen beat. Hamilton at home, Ross County beat Kilmarnock at home, and Kilmarnock have since sacked uh, Alessio. Um, that just happened this afternoon. Mental, mental, mental. I know. Um, St. Murn drew with Livingston 3 3. Um, the the scum, the subhuman scum, uh, beat Motherwell 2 0. And obviously, we dominated Hibs. So, you know, Hibs, uh, sorry, Hearts, they have a new manager. Finally, it took him a wee bit. Of, took them a wee bit of time to get him. Um, he loses his first game. That was obviously that was at Tynecastle as well. If they were going to get a bounce, it would have happened, surely. Nah, I mean that's so. Do you think it's a different proposition with this manager compared to having? I Stendhal. I mean, from what I'm hearing, he's he's looked at the squad now and What's he's the streets telling you um, what I'm hearing. From the main streets of the BBC, <laughs> is that uh, Stendhal's had a look at his squad and he said he's not happy with the players. So he's got a brain in his head. We know that much. Right. <laughs> what a boy. Um, but yeah, Tarts are always, always tough. Doesn't matter how shite they are playing and how good we are playing. It's always a always a, a, a tough journey, but we'll, we'll smash them. It's obviously. 5 now. Here's your prediction. <laughs> wow. It's obviously a really. It, as a challenging week in terms of you know two domestic games Hearts and Wednesday away and then Aberdeen on Saturday you just go full strength team for both games I take it if if you can absolutely and full strength team is what at this point in time Fraser Foster Foster Frimpong. oh are you doing Frimpong oh, this could, aye but faster Julian aye oh, disagree who are you going to put? Oh, I'm joking. I'm joking. Ball and goalie. Midfield. McGregor. Captain Courageous. Star of the DVD at my right hand side, Scott Brown. If fit, Ryan Christie. On the left, El On the right, James Forrest. And up top, Eddington Steele. Edward. Edmeister General. Edmeister General. That's it. That's a bit, is that not, is, does anybody disagree with that team? Nope. Do you? You try to get time on it? <laughs> no, probably Johnson on Johnson the left would be got, the only yeah. thing I would. It's, it's, a it's question just a just tough fitness one. Yeah, it's fitness. Edouard, um, sorry, um, Elianusi and Johnson were both out of the, the squad for the last game. I, you know, it's. Would you be worried if we went into the game with a team that would that just played against Hibs and that change of formation and everything like that? I wouldn't want that formation. Moy's supposedly going to miss out due to his foot injury. Right. So I would, I would going into the Hearts game. I wouldn't want that. I'd want four, two, three, one. So I think the formation at this point is more, almost more important than the personnel, just because. Most of the squad know how to play the formation. I, I, I felt we were kind of held back a little bit because our pressing wasn't great against Hibs at home and our pressing at home is usually really good. Um, we don't necessarily have to press against Hearts because we can lull them in, so, that, so that's fine. But, you know, I tell you what, Ryan Christie is a massive miss for us. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Christie is really becoming our main player. 
at this point. So Eduardo, for me, there's the spine of the team, Foster, incredible in goals, um, Ayer, Brown, Christie, Edouard. That that's that's what makes the team tick. Um, you can do with one of them, maybe maybe two of them not being in it, but more than that, and we're struggling. So we'll have we'll have Foster, we'll have um, Ayer, we'll have Brown, and we'll probably have Edouard. Christie not being in it. You know, we we can almost deal with that. But at the end of the day, I think Christie's that. Christie to me is the focal point. Christie's the Christmas tree with Eddie as your angel, and that's what that's what we move towards. I don't see um, anyone. No one. The thing with Edward and the thing with Christie is no one can play their role. No, the that's way, true. No, the I way the way that. the other players like. Brown, I think, is fantastic, but people, Brown, Brown no one can, no, no one can bring. For fuck's sake, you're on about ten podcasts a week. How have you got as much to say? Ryan Christie, f- Ryan Christie is like a young Scott Brown. That's. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's finally grown up here. Look. It's like he's got his first pint in the booze. I look at him. He's a, a big cheeser on. And you're the dick uncle that makes it difficult for you. Anyway. <laughs> I, I thought I was speaking there and I didn't no, realise I was been, speaking at no, turn. Was I speaking at turn? No, your turn's just over. Um, Sorry. If you're going to play your strongest team both games, you know, what game do you think is going to be the harder one? F- fair enough, one, at, one away, one at home, but who presents the the biggest challenge, Hearts or Aberdeen for you, Bud? As much as Aberdeen are well ahead of Hearts, Hearts second bottom, third bottom just now. Yeah, they're right down there. Um, I, I definitely think Hearts away is a, a tougher proposition than Aberdeen at home. So, Manny? Um, I would, my instincts to agree, but I think it might be Aberdeen at home. Um, just because Aberdeen, uh, sorry, Hearts are. Sorry, let me talk into the microphone here. Aberdeen are... Uh, too drunk to realise he's talking too much, but no drunk enough to not realise that we're not speaking directly into the mic. Producer's instinct. There it comes. There it comes. He's actually pretty quiet now. You have absolutely cowed him. I know. You have. He's t- typing his apologies to me right now. Right. Continue. Speaking as your dick uncle, um, <laughs> the uh, I, I, I think Aberdeen... We know that when Aberdeen have to step up to the plate against us, they generally don't do it. There's no expectation of them doing anything this yeah. Saturday. At Tynecastle, we're assuming that it will be a harder game because it's, it's Hearts, it's Tynecastle, they hate us, we hate them. But they're dreadful. They're dreadful. We get, they're, we, we they're, get more from that as well, the fact that we have to win. I think so. I think that might be the case. And is it uh, Igpiatsu? The, he's out. He's out. And yeah. he's he's That's always a, a guy that can hold the ball up yeah. and kind of take the pressure off him. The fact he's out makes me think. My, my instinct, as I said, is to agree with Boud, but it could very well be the other way around. And I don't think we should take our eye off Aberdeen on Saturday. I didn't realise it. Chris, I want one word. All right, one word. What's the harder game, Hearts or Aberdeen? Hearts, terrific. Um, so yeah, there's no point. Hearts. Whoa. <laughs> Stop. I've had the beat on section. Um, so what we're going to do now is well, we are going to... me, man. Aye, please. Right. Uncle Chrissy. We, we can go a bit longer as well, by the way. No, we'll be going a, a bit longer. You've had about 20 minutes rabbling bish. <laughs> we can go special. a bit longer. 
lucky a lot out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you are still listening, we're going to have a recap of the, the season so far. Obviously, um, this is the, the last opportunity we'll have on the free pod to kind of dissect the first half of the season. A season that started with, you know, Lennon coming in, he got the job in a shower, straight after the cup final, we were all very negative about it, um, we went away over the, the summer, we had the transfer window, we were annoyed with it at points, but in the end, we would all agree that we came out of that window pretty strong, not just for now, but for the future. Um, Bowd, come to you first, how have how how do you think it's went? How would you kind of rate Lennon's first half of the season with this team? I think you, you've got to say it's a success. It's been there have been some low moments, but um, overall it's it's been pretty pretty solid. Um, as you see, the transfer window we made signings too late. Um, the Champions League qualifiers are obviously really important to us, and we know that they're coming up and. We signed fuck all before them, really. But as you said, when we came out of it, we, I think, have improved the squad from last year, probably. Um, we've got some great signing in there. We've got some great young players coming up. Frimpong being a great example because he's actually impacting the first team right now. But a lot of young players are supposedly very good as well. Afalabi and um, a few others. So from the transfer market point of things, I think that's been great. Fail to qualify for the Champions League, that's one of the lows, but we've smashed Europe when it comes to Europa League and we're top of the league I mean, we'll, and we've won a trophy. <coughs> we'll, we'll come to maybe have a, a closer look at Europe in a wee saying, but so Manny, well, f- first, Boud, what would you, if you were going to rate him out of 10 for that first first half of the season, what would you give Lennon? Lennon specifically, because he's the one that's... Uh, well, I'm just going to give him both credit and points off for the transfer window. So I'm, I'm just classing Lennon as a guy in charge of transfers. Um, eight out of ten? Eight out of ten? Okay. So, Manny, what's your thoughts? On? First half of the season, Lennon and what he's done. You can't fault him, really. Um, other than McGregor at left-back and the Cluj. Sorry, producer. Other than Lennon... Uh, McGregor at left back in the first Cluj game. That was the only. That's the only. He didn't do it again. So clearly, well, I mean, we've been here. We've talked about it. It never worked before when they done it. Yep. So yeah. why he tried it, I don't know. But you know, he's redeemed himself um, from then. That's the only real negative um, call that you can make from it. He's galvanised the side. Um, he's made us better to watch when we're at our best as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Rogers. Rogers sides. Who? Sorry. Rat, Rattus, Rattus, Rattington Steel, Bratton Rogers. <laughs> Don't know if that works. Ratton <laughs> Rogers, Rat Rat. Right there we go. Big Rodent, Big Rodent. Right, I've redeemed myself. He there was a lot of possession for possession's sake. Something that I've accused Strachan on over the year. He wasn't as passive as Strachan was Rogers, but um, at times you were thinking, what's the point? You know, Lennon's made us more direct, not in a long ball way, but more aggressive, more in the front foot. And at our best, I've enjoyed watching us this season. So, again, going back to me, there wasn't a single person on here who was particularly pleased about it, other than probably Brian McManus, who they could have put Michelle McManus in charge of uh, Celtic and he would have been positive about it. So, I don't think Andy was very happy, but I don't think any one of us can do anything other than praise him. Rating out of 10 for Lennon? 8.3. 
out of ten. I thought you were a bit negative there. More of a Tim than I am. (laughs) I think I just proved it. Well, I'm going to revise mine's to 8.8. Did you say 8.8? You can't revise. Who gave you the option to revise? It's his thing. Exactly. It is his birthday. So we'll let him do that. Even though you misheard me and I said 8.9. Gal. (laughs) What a birthday this has turned out to be, by the way. Anyway, Gal. I think the biggest thing Neil Lennon's done is uh, completely convince all of us that he's the right man for the job. I'm sure that's what... He's celebrating each night after each game. <laughs> you see what he did there? More, less is more. A sentence, you summed it up perfectly. Thank you. Oh, I thought you were being nice to me, yeah. I was. <laughs> but he was about to go on a big rant. That was just the first sentence of many. No, I really was. learned his lesson. I, I legitimately think that the thing he's done most is uh, make us believers in him. Um, I think Kluge was a bastard. Um, he should have played ball and, ball, ball and golly. Um, it doesn't matter now uh, where we are now and where we could go to I'm very uh, you know we're sitting here in December and uh, we're two points ahead of Rangers we've got the first title uh, got the first trophy in the bag and last 32 got a winnable last 32 uh, tie <sighs> the sky's the limit I mean we could do we could do the treble again this season and we could get we could do some real big damage in Europe and the biggest thing Lennon's done this season is convince us he's the right man for the job and uh, I'm happy to sit here now and say absolutely I didn't give him the benefit of the doubt and I wish I had. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think the one one big job that he's done is make people forget about the rat yeah. and forget about that team and not look back in envy and wish that we still still had that team and that style I don't even think about Brendan Rodgers like you know the the guy who comes after Brendan Rodgers was always going to be the you know oh fuck the guy Brendan Rodgers reign doesn't fucking even matter anymore do you know the the, the funny thing about it is because of what he's doing in England what he's doing with Leicester see if things hadn't been going well this season I still don't think I would be yearning for him and that might sound weird because we're not in that position. But he's he's splitting Manchester uh, City and Liverpool just now down there, right? I'm not going to praise him. I'm just going to leave that better, there. No, 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 I'm just going to leave that there, right? But I think what he did and the way the football was towards the end sometimes, I still don't think... I don't want him back. No, 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 no. I, I know that. That goes without saying. But... You might think no, but even if it had been if it had been if we had went more poorly for us this season, you might be yearning for him to come back because of how well I he's think doing. He, I think I still don't think I, I would. think I think legitimately like I'm not even bothered about him anymore. Like I was when he first left. We did the podcast. Go back and listen to it. It's a fucking mercy kill. It's incredible. But like I think he's just I've got a what do you call it a rubber, and you're just you're just rubbing his name out of the history. Like I don't care anymore. Are you? Your thoughts over him. Uh, yeah, totes over. Rating for Lennon. What did you give? Eight point nine. Uh, eight so point is eight point nine. What? No, the official ones were eight and eight point three. <laughs> nine. Yeah, yeah. See, you're just trying to suck up to him. Nah, no, no. Eight, eight, eight point eight point five. Somewhere in the middle. Um, I'm giving him a strong nine. I think <laughs> he yeah. has been absolutely bloody terrific. I don't even think Clouge is his fault. No, it was the rat's fault. Listen, the rat takes the idea see, by the rat, what model of bus, what model of bus no, are you no, going to throw him no, under no, when the next two weeks? Hold on, 
It'll be a nice brand new shiny one, don't you worry about that. But the rat. Get a draw against Aberdeen and this guy will be all for sacking him. I'll be wanting to turn up and protest. I wanted to do it before. Um, no, but the rat has got everybody's number on his phone. He's texting people. He'd done it before Cluj and he got, he, he, it was him. It was him. It wasn't he, Lennon. Lennon's yeah. the greatest. Um, I, I think he. I think he's done remarkable, remarkably well um, to re-establish himself at Celtic after he's everything that had gone not, before. Hold oh, on, I'm fucking talking. <laughs> um, after everything that happened at Hibs, and it's not it's not easy for any manager to come to Celtic with you know the expectation to win. Obviously, he knew that expectation and was comfortable with it before he arrived. But um, I think you can't underestimate the job that he's done and. How how yeah very very good this Celtic team is and yeah. it's a strong team it's a strong squad and we when we are on it I would fancy us to beat the team that were on it at their peak under the rat. Um, I, I, I think you know see it's an excellent point because when when this Celtic team are in full flow, I, I think about I think back about how entertained I've been by Celtic teams in the past. And I go right back. It's not like, uh, you know, this is as good as the team three years ago. You go back to me, Tony Mowbray. <laughs> no, but wait, yeah. let, 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 let me ask you. Like, Fucking Martin O'Neill. Probably. Rogers, like, to be like, fair, like, Rogers had some see, good see, games, but generally season, he just see, see, them out. See, see, see Neil Lennon's first team, right? Bad. First teams, they were really effective. I don't think they were that entertaining. I didn't. I, I think they played effective football. Strachan teams played effective football. People talk about Martin O'Neill teams completely wrongly because they wanted to earn their fucking idiots. I think about the the O'Neill teams when I think about this this Celtic team. I think this Celtic team can do things that only the Martin O'Neill team could do. So Manny, you're trying to toss the point across the table. No, we're moving on. Um, no, no, I want to hear his his thoughts on it. But I fucking don't, and I'm the head on show, and Sorry. you need to know your place. That'll be a separate. He podcast. wants to know his opinion. He just has to. <laughs> he show does you like it, does he? Does absolutely. I have to know. Um, can you ask domestically? Can you, can you ask Manny that? Point? Domestically, Sorry. we've won one trophy already, and we currently sit top of the league by two points. But we can't. We can't escape the fact that we are up to this point and have been in a bit of a battle at the top. Um, it has changed. We've changed places with the the other side of Glasgow a couple of times. Um, is it fair to say at this point, at the the close of the year, Bowed, that we are in a title race and this is back to how it maybe once was under an old team? I, I don't think we can say that yet. We are in a a title race at this exact moment in time. Um, Are we think, be- is it better that we're in a title race? Is it better for Celtic and the standards that we want to maintain? I, yes and no. No, I don't. I just, I just want to beat everyone ten 0 <laughs> Yes, that's true, honestly, I'll get boring. That's fucking. We're ten trophies in. That's not boring. It's fucking brilliant. Um, that's amazing. But uh, I, I mean it. it is there, I wrong, more, is there anything wrong with saying we're in a title race? Because I think a lot of people don't want to admit it, but I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing. I think we'll also see. I mean, last year, come the end of December, they were they were still in fact were they ahead of us, and then it was the January return. Yeah, January we're on or, the same point. Yeah, they, they, they never actually went ahead. Um, but I think we'll I think we'll see it come the winter break, 
whether it's really a title race because we'll, we'll see if Rangers can compete with the big boys. When why, it's are game after so, game. Why, why are people but so like, reticent? No, but why, why, yeah, but why are they so against saying there's a title? It's okay. Think, it's okay. Well, I think there's a combination of just we are the best team in Scotland and that's a fucking fact. But also the tens getting close. And I think just the fear. But, but just you don't just, want just, given just, to be giving them you, anything for some people. Yes. I mean, Alan, here I'm talking. I mean, I don't want to give I them anything. Up with shit. <laughs> I don't want to give them anything, but what, what are two points behind us? Yeah. I mean, and then it's it's a title race. See until I see until, until be, be behind them is Aberdeen. Until it's on, on uh, until it's not uh, mathematical. It's a title race. Yeah. yeah. Are you enjoying yeah. it or somebody? Join aye. the fact that that no, I'm not. No, join, no, I'm it, not it, it, no. it doesn't need. It's not the fact that it's them. It's the fact that there's someone pushing us that we've got to compete with. I'm enjoying the fact that whatever they've thrown at us so far, <laughs> we've thrown it right back at them. Yeah. I'm enjoying the fact that we're better than them still. Yeah. But there's a return to that feeling in the pit of your stomach and having to check their results every week. And I don't know if I enjoy that. I think I prefer just Baton. I suppose that's the one thing that's come from it. You check their results and you care a bit more. Yeah. See, I, I don't, I don't, I, I honestly don't think we've fully. Like, see, I think they're at their optimum. So I think, I think Rangers are right now. This is the best Rangers will be, and that's why they're close to us. I don't think we have done that yet. I think we're a young team. We've got new players in. We brought two new fullbacks. You know, new centre half. We've got thingy. I think. We've got levels to go yeah. up, as it and stands, that's why that's why I'm not that concerned about it. As right it now. stands, we went through a period of having a lot of injuries to key players. Yeah, they yeah. haven't. Yeah, yeah. If they lose Morel, if they see, for example, if they lose Morelis in in January, if he if he sold or whatever happens, like I don't know what the percentage is. I'm sure Christian or Alan could tell us, but you know. There, a lot of their goals come from ninety-eight percent. It's just he's just takes me. I, I I just think that we haven't expressed ourselves yet the way that I think. No, no, let's ex- really. Let's express each other. I think we are going to win the Europa League. Do you? God, almighty! What is it? Earlier on, earlier on, you you five point six. You couldn't even bring yourself to say that, but you've had another three sips out of that can, and now we're winning the Europa League. I don't think we're, well, I think we'll get He's to the doing final. A I think we'll get to the final. Yeah. So more heartbreak predicted by Christopher Gallagher. No, no, no. I'm saying is, you know, we'll get would you not would you well, not, would you not ache that, for that heartbreak? That I don't was know al- if I could cope with another loss there, but anyway. Yeah. That was almost not one of your emo songs, pal. Almost a nice segue into the, the topic of Europe. But first It's never um, been harder to fall. Before we finish There's nothing worth dragging that domestic shut up. All I'm before to fall onto. We finish early November. Carry on, boss. Thank you. Before we finish the domestic chat, do you think, yes or no, are Rangers going to sustain the challenge and be within within five points come the last few games of the season? Will they sustain it? Bowed, yes or no? No. So, Manny? Yes. Gal? <sighs> Yes or no? Yes or no? Uh, what? Tell me the yes, yes or, no. or no? Will they sustain yes the challenge no. to be within five points in the last few games? Uh, I think we'll be. At, I think we we play them in March, and that will be the will be ten points ahead by that point. So no. 
Okay, um, I would. I, I agree. I would yes say no. Yes or no? Babe. I would say yes no. Or no? Yes or no? That's just torture. Um, <laughs> Europe. Yes. Europe went well. Yes to Europe. <laughs> One, uh, yes, absolutely. Um, once we get papped out of the competition that we're far too shite for, we win in the Europa League and Neil Lennon has absolutely given us probably the best group stage in Europe that we have had since... Ever. Ever. Yeah. Agree. Well, yeah, it's the best we've ever had. I mean, well, it's the best we've performed, I mean... No, it's the be- most points we've ever had, and it's just the best we've ever right. had. But Champions League and all that. Qualify- you know, qualifying top of the group for the first time. Ever, yeah. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. Um, beating Lazio, home and away. Some, it's really given Getting us some... Getting into last game. Were Lazio the top seeds? I think Lazio were the top seeds, so we beat the top seeds home and away. Fucking hell. Doddle. Fantastic, though, in terms of <laughs> rebuilding our... Fascists. You know, rebuilding our standing in Europe... We all have to probably admit that Europa League is, you know, much closer to our kind of level than the for Champions now. League. For now, for now, for now, for now. Um, but it's been it's been good to see us rising to that challenge and giving some really decent teams in Europe a right good game and and more times than not coming out winners. About aye. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Oh, 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 here's a second present for Bowd. Oh, oh. What? What? Here's a second present for Bowd. Bowd, happy birthday, Bowd. Oh, I, I, can, I, I can't believe he actually just wrapped it in tinfoil. I just wrapped it. I wrapped stuff in tinfoil. Happy birthday, Bowd. What is going on? Yay! It's a pop. It's the South Park guy. I just thought I liked it because it looked like Bowd. It's the human kite from South Park. That looks like me. Yeah, it looks a bit like Bowdy sad. Oh. He wants to. He wants you know t- enough Jesus times Christ. passed. Listen, if you if there's anyone here at the other end of us, I'm really sorry. Oh come on, that's good. Anyway, go on. Uh, is winning in Europe good? <laughs> oh, was just, the, <laughs> the great question? Who cares, right? I'll try back you up, Louis, but I don't know. Last question, last question, and then I'm going to aim because this has been absolutely deplorable. No, it's um, not. It's been good. What are you talking about? You keep Here. whipping out. Presents wrapped it's in bloody birthday. tin. Bait, 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 is bait. it today? Yes, yeah, right bait. today. Oh shit! Happy birthday! Aye, fuck you. <laughs> All right, who are you? That turned a bit dark. Did any noise? It was your birthday. And, Louis, ask me a question, <laughs> <laughs> please. Um, transfer window coming up. Yes. What is your? What would you like to see from it? What if you could? How many players would you want? And is there any position that you think is absolutely critical? I want a centre half. Yeah. I want a striker. Yep. And I want a midfielder who's got that wee bit of gale uh, and a set of lungs. You'd say what? Uh, he also has to have a set of lungs. <laughs> set of lungs. No, he's no, he's no left his lungs back in Russia. That's what he's saying. I'm saying so I would take three players um, and it would be in those positions absolutely key without a doubt key would be a forward and a centre half forward and that that could potentially go straight into the starting 11 or just as backup maybe that old that old um, Jay Griffiths done Griffiths he might be in that he might be and you just need to assume he is if you think he might be so therefore I would be going for something I mean look what we did when Dembele was there we signed his replacement in Edward now that's easier said than done um, but you should be looking 
maybe for yeah. something like that. Because you is that because we've got to be realistic and it might be that Eddie will go at the end of the season? Possible. So you're going to have to sign as well. Even if he doesn't go to the end of this season, he's definitely going to the end of next season. So we need to we need yeah. to have somebody who's going to be able to take up that mantle going forward. So I think this ideally would be the best window to do it. Um, and a centre half, I think having Julian and Ayer, I mean, and Ayer's had uh, a shakier spell of form recently. I still get faith in him long term, but. Um, there's no one else. There's no one else. Aye, the fact you're playing beat on and, and things like that there is not ideal. So we need another one who could, who would ideally be as good as them. How how much of a priority for you is it getting players out the door? Because we we do have some. That can happen in the summer. I mean, there's guys like Sinclair and Gordon who have been great servants, but they know their time's up. We know their time's up. What about guys like Schved and like we've got a lot of wingers? You know, there's a lot of like, Arzani and all oh, that. Like, I've either play them or don't. Schved's been here a year, though. I mean, that's it. He wasn't even really here for the first six months. So. But yeah. he's he's not going to play. We might do. I mean, it, look at how long Christie took. Yeah, I mean, with Schved, it depends what you want to do with Schved. You're, you're certainly, you're certainly, if you're if he's leaving, it's to go on loan. You wouldn't be putting, you wouldn't be getting rid of Schved. You don't know anything about his capabilities yeah. or anything like that. Um, but don't you think Lennon makes his mind up about players? Like Schved has trained for the last six months, seven months. Like I think Lennon's made his mind up but on a lot of these guys. When he's mentioned them, he's talked about a settling in period and we've got to forget Ukraine and Scotland will be entirely different um, and he's still only what 22, 23 he's still a young guy I've still got faith that uh, Shved might end up becoming a player for us I hope so after that cracker in the qualifiers Bouds how many players and what positions I think it'd be pretty much exactly the same as, as Sermani same points we need another centre back the two that are the, our first choices are fantastic but there's nothing behind that um, a defensive centre mid Scott Brown is the boss oh. but we need somebody else we don't really have anyone else that does that job um, Striker's a funny one because yep um, well, as right now it seems that we desperately need one, but you know what? Things could change. If Griff comes back, if Bio turns out to be a player, if Avalabi starts playing, all of a sudden we might have four decent strikers, but right now we've got one. And aye. So I don't, I, for me, right now striker seems the most desperate, but I think actually that defensive mid and centre back are probably more important long term. Gal, dread I ask. Uh, I echo these guys. I think <clears throat> I think that striker is probably the the most. I think that if we don't have Edward, we're we're in trouble. <clears throat> and I think we need to bring in someone who can at least challenge Edward. Uh, I, I worry about Griffiths. I see, do. You see on Griffiths, and do you think personally? I think he should go out and loan. I think he needs to go and but re- rebuild his confidence. Maybe probably in a, for a number of reasons. Putting it away from the the line to get light. some points off the Huns. Yeah, why not? Um, I but mean, so, he... somewhere where he's going to be the main man again, because coming into that Celtic team, he's only going to get to play for you know bit part when Edwards need the rest. How's this for a front two for Hibs, Morgan and Griffiths? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, the other point we kind of made earlier on the point. Also, they're Jack also at the back. they're also linked to signing the greatest youngster ever, Aidan McGeady. Um, but we didn't mention keeper there, so again we're fine and nosy with Foster. But 
Do you, you need to think do you about pick that? up the old dog and bone and get it onto Southampton and say, here, how much you want now? <laughs> He's doing like the He's devil doing sign. Doing as like a, how much? Let's do that, do that twice. The messy thing. Fonzie. Oh, Fonzie. Hey, he doesn't know who Fonzie is. I do. I was alive in the 90s. Do that, thing, do that thing. The 90s. <laughs> for fuck's sake, man, what is this? Posing for pictures, getting mental. Anyway, crack on. Aye. Uh, what, what, aye. Goalkeeper, do you phone them? Do you phone Southampton and say, please foster, please? Aye, here's some, here's some magic beans. I've told you this before, I'll tell you again. We're not giving Southampton money. We're phoning them up, we're saying, look, you'll give us two million <laughs> and we'll take Forster off your hands. We'll, we'll cut your wage bill down by 70 grand a week. Not a problem. If, if we don't get Forster, um, I don't know where we go. But that's the summer. Uh, oh, yeah. You don't want to get to those qualifiers and not know or have to yeah. chase your tail. Because we we're not going to get everyone. For, you need to remember, we don't have Eddie in the qualifiers because he's going to play for France in the Olympics. So Edouard's not going to be here for the qualifiers. There is the Olympics. I don't, I don't know. I just know it's 20. I, I, uh, it's Tokyo. Mm, you gone? Uh, no, but they are cool. Akira. Do they have Akira stuff? Do they, eh? Tetsuo! Canada are going to do really well. Amazing. Well, um, 2019's been pretty decent. One cup in the bag, top of the league, two points. Um, we've got we obviously. A of trophies last season, 2019 as well. That's true, but I'm just focusing on the current. Uh, You're focusing current. on 2019, that's what you said, pal. I'll focus you at the door. <laughs> I'm the bad guy, you know what I mean? I know. Um, this podcast has been... Dreadful. Uh, there's been some better ones in 2019. This has been good. What are you talking about? There's oh, been highs and for lows. me. I'm walking out the door with presents. <laughs> well, that's true. And a couple of beers in your belly. And a bit of dignity as well. we got some stuff coming up, though. We've got, uh, obviously, we from a... You know, we had a live show in 2019. We were a live show in 2019. Them to come. I think what we're going to do in the... You know, January we'll do a kind of retrospective of the cynic where we all sit down and we talk about it and stuff. Uh, we've got Louis and Chris Sermani are going to do a look back at the whole year uh, and talk about it from their point of view. We'll, they'll probably talk about Celtic. They'll talk about Scottish football. They'll talk about football in general. They'll probably talk about UFC. They'll talk, probably talk about boxing. Well, talking about getting some guests on as well, wouldn't we? We mentioned well, that at one well. point. Yeah, well, there we Listen, go. There's some interesting stuff. Don't give, it, don't give the game away. Don't nope, get, nope. The host... That's you, sorry. The producer mm-hmm. will not be the guest. Absolutely not. No. Sorry, not. I had to let. The, I had well, to let. For the... I had to let them know. I don't. I don't want to be the guest. The fact of the matter is, you oh, guys are. No, no, you guys. No, are... you've been told you're not going to be, and then you say, "I'm not no interested in being a guest." I was going to knock you back. See if you were going to invite me. I'd go. That washing my hair. No, I was going to. say... I'm doing like a it. podcast up my grand's bit with somebody else. <laughs> That's funny. That's actually... she's beautiful. That's <laughs> hilarious. But January, we've got a lot, a whole host of stuff happening. Uh, yeah, this has been good. Louis, finish off. Oh, can yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, could, could, could the host is actually? Right, eh? Fuck up, Boud. This I'll... is Boud holding a, holding a podcast. Yeah, this is... This has been good. Who what? Chris, what's your thoughts on... I facilitate podcasts, <laughs> you're correct. I'm a great host. I let the, I let the guests do the talking. Merry Christmas. Um, you're happy, bu- ha- happy, exactly. birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Chris Bowden. Thank you. Happy Thank you. Birthday. I'm the Callum McGregor of podcast <laughs> oh, yeah. Chris Lamani, I'll obviously see you for the last 
uh, alas, Omani McCaffrey podcast of the year, year. Yeah. but for the free pod, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Louis, see since you've taken over this pod, life has become beautiful. Thank Thanks you. for all your hard work this season, it's been terrific. Touching. In 2020, together with me, <laughs> we're going to take over the world. Fanta- fantastic. Chris Bowd, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Birthday, Brown Town. <laughs> Thanks, thanks. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you and all listeners. Um, no, it's been great. Well done. And well, I'd like to reiterate, Louis has been fantastic. Even Thank with you. all the shit he's had to put up with, Gal, a little bit from me, even some Manny. <laughs> a little bit from me. Well done, Louis. That's it, that's, work. This has been a, a fantastic wee, wee team. Yeah, I uh, think it's that... It's been a good midfield four. For, for me, this is the cynic. Yeah. Wow, I mean, that's you a lot no, 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 no. That's like forty-six of our people that no, you no, just no, shot no, on. But no, no, that this is uh, the 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 free podcast. This is this we're is... the big fish, not the plankton. <laughs> yeah. I see what you're saying, Chris Gallagher. You for that comment have been terrific. Merry <laughs> Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you, Louis, um, and thank you to everybody who has managed, if you are still there, to stay with us this long. It's been a fantastic year. Um, hopefully, we can Celtic can finish it off uh, on a high with the remaining games and we will of course be going through them when we come back in January but from all of us at 9 Minutes I think Merry Christmas and Happy New Year